Hello, everyone. I'd like to call this meeting of the Portland Heritage Commission to order, it being approximately 7 o'clock, and it's uh, Monday, November the 14th. So thank you all for joining me tonight. And why don't we start, uh, Kristen, with you? Thank you. Um, the minutes of the last meeting, the August 15th meeting of the uh, Heritage Commission were sent out this morning. I apologize for the late delivery, but uh, hopefully you've all had a chance to take a look. Um, so just looking for a motion on that. There's a motion been made and seconded. All in favor? And we have to go through a roll call, as you can recall. So, Tom? Oh, aye. Dave? Dave? Dave, can you hear me? He's probably in the tunnel. Yeah, he probably is. Well, I think we still have <laughs> for him anyway. So, Bruce? Aye. George? Yes. Yes. Mike? Yes, I and I say yes also. So there you go. And I had an I had an I too, Victor. Sorry. I'm sorry, Dave. Okay, very good. All right. Next on the uh, agenda yeah. is Tom. Tom. I think it's it's you next. Yeah. Hi. Good afternoon, evening, everybody. Tom Birmingham here. Um, just wanted to uh, give folks a quick update on the status of the landscape management plan. Uh, this was presented uh, at last meeting with a very high level overview of what the basic idea is, is to try to formalize roles and responsibilities around the maintenance of the property itself, not the buildings, but the landscape, the trees, the walkways, and uh, so forth. So. Uh, the action item from last meeting was to present to the trust and we were able to do that successfully last week and uh, I think uh, this, as you may recall, as uh, Tyler Radicioni is the um, director of the park and recs department and it's primarily he and I are working together on developing this landscape plan. And uh, we presented the latest uh, last week. And Victor, you keep me honest here, but I think generally it was well accepted. Um, Very well question. Thank you, Tom. Yep. Sorry, I, I was didn't catch it. I said very well accepted, and yeah. thank you, and, and Tyler. Tom. Right. So um, that was basically all I was planning on doing, Victor, is just updating folks that we're moving forward this. Um, Tyler, we're, we're looking to put this into place for the calendar year 2023. Uh, and what we're going through all the different contracts that are involved with the management of the property, pulling the action items for each responsible party into a master spreadsheet, and then um, going through and making sure that we've identified all of the tasks and we have someone assigned to it and then dates of when those tasks should be getting done by. As you can imagine, some of these items are ongoing and some are seasonal and uh, such as snow removal versus um, uh, so mulching. <laughs> say it again. Mulching. Yeah, mulching. There's always mulching. So we've got a good list to start with and uh, I think uh, Victor and I have uh, made a commitment to get together and talk about a few other contracts that uh, are in scope. And by the end of, uh, I think you guys are all meeting now monthly or so. 
I'd say unless we've got the holidays in the mix next month, but within the next four to six weeks, we should be able to, you know, have this thing buttoned down and um, ready for implementation at least. Sounds good. Thank you, Tom. Any, Any questions? All right, hearing none. And uh, as I said to Tom when he made the presentation before the trust earlier this week or last week, um, this is something that is, uh, I think, sorely needed, especially for an asset like the heritage site, because it's our new town green, town common, and it's more, um, uh, I think, uh, demanding in some respects than some other areas of, of our town, which are also beautiful, such as um, the Pequaside area or um, the, the town um, forest, but this requires more immediate attention. Um, and I think the usage will be greater too. It has been greater in part because it's very user-friendly. So we need to keep up with that. And because it's a, a unique property, it requires more you know, and different attention. So I'm, I'm really pleased, we're really pleased, uh, Tom, that you and Tyler are focusing on this and that we have, you know, uh, in works, a plan that I think will evolve and uh, hopefully do justice to the property. So thank you. My pleasure, we'll keep you posted. Okay, sounds good. Um, and Victor, are you okay if I sign off or do you need me for any more of the meeting tonight? I have five, um, so no, I think we're okay. I think we have, that's a quorum, so. I think we're good. Okay. Thank Sorry you. I have to duck out. Got an energy advisory committee meeting going on at the same time. Right. Next time. Okay, guys. Yes. Take care, everybody. Thank you. Right. Next Thank on you. the agenda is a topic of discussion. I presented uh, at our last agenda. We did have the meeting, as you know, we had we canceled it or had to cancel it. Um, it's the PRC disbandment. Um, and I wanted to just present this. It's something that I mentioned to the commission from time to time over the past two years saying that we would probably approach this this point in the commission's history where we should and um, and, and could address um, how it continues and whether it continues but I wanted to first give some background here because I think it's helpful to put this in in context um, the Revere Commission was created in 2015 that's seven years ago, I recall, because I was on the select board at the time, we thought it would be um, very helpful to have a, an organization that would be generally responsible for this going forward. And that would have two subcommittees that were uh, specifically uh, delegated authority with respect to open space, um, how we design and landscape the, um, at that time, uh, a perspective, uh, common the seven acres of land and how do we also address the building use that is the, the two acres of land and the, and the two historic buildings and those committees did a, a did a wonderful job and um and they over the course of the past you know seven years were disbanded because they had met their uh, tasks and it made sense to move on three years ago in 2019 town meeting approved a transfer of revolving account authority from the Revere Commission to the Revere Trust. So since then, the trust has been drawing on account 152 for purposes of operating and capital to some extent, but mainly operating and uh, one-off expenses that have arisen. 
Uh, also in 2019, town meeting approved the select boards petitioning to the state legislature to create this separate um, Revere and Sun Heritage Trust Corporation, which is a, uh, a separate 501c3 and which has certain flexibility uh, as specifically designed by the legislation to act in ways that the town could not act, but it is associated with the town. In 2020, the legislature uh, established, pursuant to the request of town meeting and the select board, established by a public charter, the Revere and Sun Heritage Trust. And since then, over the last few years, we've had an opportunity to migrate um, volunteers from the commission to the trust. And that has been critical to do the kinds of programming and events that I'll mention later when we get to them. And I think they've been very successful. And, and it's thanks to the volunteers that we have been able to accomplish what we have been able to accomplish because our organization uh, succeeds or fails uh, on the strength of the volunteers. Um, also over the last few years, town meeting has specifically appropriated uh, capital and operating uh, budget funds for the operation of the heritage site. And, they, and those have been sent uh, by way of the trust. In 2022, uh, September, uh, the select board uh, and the trust entered a license agreement. So this was the point where we were expecting to have um, authority delegated by the select board pursuant to the legislation um, delegated to the trust. And they've now signed that document. And basically, and I've kept you apprised of that over the course of the last, actually it took years, but um, we've kept you apprised of that. And that uh, essentially allows the trust to act as an agent in managing certain of the property at the heritage site, specifically the second floor of the mill called Copper Mill Hall, the historic barn, which will be the, the location for the Museum of the Discovery Innovation, the Paul Revere Museum of Discovery Innovation, and then a portion of land, open space, adjacent to the barn, not the bulk, of the site that's still under direct uh, control and uh, governance by the select board, but the portion that is most important for programming by the trust right next to the barn. And that was entered into at the end of September. I think as we've also discovered, it's become increasingly difficult to get a quorum <clears throat> for these meetings. Um, I think that four of seven meetings in 2022 failed to have a quorum or were canceled. And I think one of the, of, the, of the seven that had a quorum only had a quorum for part of the meeting because someone like, for example, Tom, because of other commitments had to leave during the course of it. <clears throat> so it's difficult to get folks together uh, on this end uh, as well. Um, I would also note that there are now or will be soon opportunities for members who are volunteers of the commission or commission members to help volunteer with the trust. As I've mentioned in the past at these meetings, we on the trust side have been um, uh, creating charters for two committees. One is a Revere advisory uh, group, and that's more a 50,000 foot um, elevation organization that would um, advise on strategic direction. It would not need that frequently, honestly, but it would be folks who would have a regional or, or statewide or national interest. Um, I think Professor Martello would be a good example of that, someone we might invite. We have spoken to him in the past and we're hopeful that he'll join. The second is what I would call the community council. That would be more of an on, a hands-on 
um, activities directed to, or group that would be um, more neighborhood related and, and more immediate to Canton. And they would be helping us uh, perhaps on a more frequent basis than with the uh, advisory group. But both of those are going to be launched pretty soon. Um, <clears throat> at the last uh, Revere and Sun meeting, which was last week, the board voted um, to recommend uh, the disbanding of the commission. Um, and uh, therefore, um, at this point, I would say, I think the commission has done a wonderful job and I've been involved with this commission for seven years. As I think have some of you, um, I've also, I think, not missed a meeting in seven years and it gets to be somewhat um, challenging for me to be handling both of these organizations, uh, particularly since the, uh, the, the trust has now taken over a lot of uh, operational responsibility uh, for the site. So I think this commission has run its course in my view. Um, so I would ask the board or the commission, I should say, to also support and recommend that the group uh, be disbanded, understanding that the trust has now taken the baton and uh, there are opportunities for those of us that wish to continue to seek to do so by way of the trust. So <clears throat> that's the presentation I wanted to make. Um, I think we've reached that point now and uh, open for discussion. I think who do we have crossover with right now? You, Victor, and George, and anybody else? That's it. I mean, That's not it. in terms of both organizations. Yeah, it's just just George and I, and uh, I think that that's it. Yeah, and Betsy was on the original commission. She was, yeah, and and she's now on the trust as well. <clears throat> she is. Well, I I think that you know just I know I knew that this was coming, and I'm given a great deal of thought. But the thing is, I now that it's been brought up and suggested, and this is where it's coming from, from the top. You know, from my opinion, from being here for seven years uh, and not being on the trust by my choice, by the way, but, uh, but not- well, You're on the trust too, I forgot that as well. You're not now, yes. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, but, but there's history of the initial goals and objectives. Uh, of the commission, uh, this history that go that endures over to the trust, so that you know that uh, makes me realize or you know have confidence in the fact that that when you get new people on, of course they're not really familiar, you know, with what's happened, and if you you know if you don't pay attention to history, you're going to repeat it, and some of the mistakes that may have been made, or some of the things that we may have done that we might have followed up and done better. But the thing is that with that kind of history that's available uh, to the uh, to the trust, I have all the confidence in the world that that uh, you know we relieve, especially you, uh, uh, of your duties of trying to run this organization as well as the trust at the same time and be able to take all of your uh, all of your energy and, and place it and, and, and George put his energy and place it there so that we can get this thing moving ahead the way we want to. Thanks, Bruce. Any other comments? Hearing none, then I'd like to ask for a motion. And understand this is a recommendation. It's a select board that created this organization. So it will be a select board that decides how it wishes to proceed. So it would be our recommending to, to them and then they take it from there one way or the other. Um, but is there a motion then to um, 
<clears throat> recommend to the select board that the group be disbanded, given the reasons that I've identified elsewhere. And if there is, I would convey uh, a message to the select board um, uh, along those lines. Um, but first thing is a motion. So move. Motion has been made and seconded. Can I see a second there? Second. Second. All in favor, I'd like to move the list. Bruce? Aye. Um, Mike? Aye. George? Yes. Yes. Aye. David? Aye. And I say aye as well. All right, thank you. So we're not disbanded. We're still around until unless the select board says otherwise. All right, thank you very much, everyone. Um, the next is the video update. Bruce, I, I got George on this call. On this, make sure he's going to cover this. I, I'm hoping you're going to be happy. Error. So he's not going to. He's not going to be totally happy, but I did. <laughs> uh, it's okay. Um, I thought I had sent an email earlier, but I didn't. But I have now. Uh, you have the two rough cuts. I uh, shared it across the uh, email that we got earlier today, and um, with some notes in terms of where where we're at on that. I worked with the editor for a couple of hours. Um, just last week, we're also we did all our aerial footage, and um, that um, has been paid for. And that took us a while to get that. Bruce, thanks for coming down that day, just to keep me honest. Yes, we 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 did the did the aerial work. It was it was a uh, it took an FAA <laughs> release yes. to do it, but we did get it. Um, and so we're in the process of licensing some of the music now and cutting the second video shorter. The second video is the one that features the story moving forward and it's it's still way too long. And so um, we created some transcripts. The editor and I talked about that um, the last time we were together. And so those are the sort of two main functions of this. Um, I'm open to anything when you when you see these rough cuts this is the first time we've shared them among this group. Uh, so everybody who got the email uh, relative to today has a copy and they can see it. The only thing I would ask is we don't share it. It's not done. I mean, it's clearly not done. And last time I sort of shared a rough cut, people were like, oh, it's great. It's done. It, it, it's got it's got a little bit more to go. And so that's the thing. And then Bruce, I'm mindful that you want us to figure out how that intro goes with with our friend. Um, and I don't have an answer yet, but we we will have an answer. And if we have to, you know, if he's if he's coming here, or we can send him a piece of script as an introduction to this, um, I think that that's all eminently doable in terms of tagging this on the end of it. So the goal is to make the second one shorter, um, trim up the first one just a little bit more and put our cover shots in the second. We shot a lot of building shots that day um, and have assembled a lot of the photography that's going into video too. So any feedback I get, I'll incorporate that and that's where we're at. Okay. Is there a timeline on this now, George? Or I mean, honestly, I I have a new boss and my life is wrapped around the holidays right now. So I have to be totally honest that even Victor couldn't get me for the past three days. And he he tried and he texted and I just just got out from under lighting one Christmas tree and I got another one December 1st. So I my my world is really revolving around the holidays right now, um, as you know. 
but I did. Just, um, too, just too many holidays in Massachusetts, George. That's the thing. No, no, no. You know, I'm, <laughs> first of all, they're forcing me to take some time off because I, I can't accrue any more vacation time. So I do see some uh, windows coming up, but the, those windows won't happen until after December like 20th. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's where we're at. But uh, so uh, any comments that people have, you know, put them in an email. Those are going to, those will get changed right away if things come up relative, more particularly to video too, which is a little bit um, still, you know, rougher than it should be. But it's also too long. It's the Victor and George show. So we're going to shorten that. Um, but that's the, one that, that's the one that's too long, you and me. Yeah, it's mostly you. No, no. <laughs> that's the one that's too long. The first one's great. Yeah, you know, the first one's really good. It really sets the tone for why we did all this and what's here. And it's, you know, it's Martello and Nina. It's really good. Um, and so, you know, take a look and we'll get some comments back. And I realized I didn't answer your question, Bruce, because I don't have an answer. I, I'd be lying if I said it was going to be done, you know, by January 1st. Um, but it, but the pressure's on to just finish it. Yeah, well, I, I think that, you know, obviously it's important to, it's an important piece of the whole pie uh, yeah. because it does, you know, without having to explain, you know, the yeah. genesis of this whole thing and so on to everybody, you know, one person at a time or one conversation at a time, it gives, you know, gives us an opportunity to, you know, explain it to a group of people standing there, you know, in the, in the space of 10 minutes. Um, and, and that's, I think that's as important as anything else is, you know, why am I here and what am I seeing? Uh, and, and that's what the, what the video was all about. Um, so, you know, I think that um, once again, I, I don't know exactly what I, I read in, in, the, in the minutes and so on and heard in the conversation that, you know, there may be two, two, copies of this one that might be you know in the barn itself for some particular reason or whatever is going on there and another one might be in the copper mill hall but um you know it's it's just important to to now begin to think about dovetailing um the video and the presentation of the video and the and the premiere of the video if you will especially if we if we do have uh if we do have uh, yofoil involved in it and um, you know to be able to have, make make it a marketing event at this particular point, as opposed to just oh by the way we have the video if you want to stop by and see it. Uh, I, I think that you know with, with the amount of work that you've put into it and everybody else has, I think it's worth it to now at this particular point start to make a big deal about the fact that this video is going to be there and it's going to be able to explain to to you and to all of your friends and all of the visitors exactly what's going on so therefore rumor control does not have to take over they'll have it right you know in, in, you know from the horse's mouth i so, think it also you know, i think it'll also be a tool um on the website right because these can be just loaded into youtube and then I, you, you do get a wider audience when when you sort of create the link or share the link you know in emails and all that but it is two separate videos you know because i think some people are only going to be interested in why is this here and then many people will say what are you going to do with it so that's how it sort of fell into the sort of two chapters of the, the story it's also more consumable that way you don't have to sit through you know but it again it it, it needs to be shorter um there's just too much there and we will mm -hmm. shorten that yeah well i think it's all great i appreciate so, it. i i know that you're 
a busy guy and, and you've got a lot of responsibilities and a lot of things on your plate all year round. And so <clears throat> it's, you know, I'm, I'm glad that we're catching up and uh, that we can, you know, pursue this a little bit further and, and, you know, get it out on the street. Well, and I appreciate your patience. I know it must be very frustrating. I, I feel it too. Um, frankly, the aerial stuff was, you know, holding us back for quite some time. We wanted to wait for perfect weather and then we almost blew it because of the FAA clearances that were needed. You know, we didn't have a sense that, I mean, you cannot fly over that site. It's restricted air. Um, and we did get a permit to, to go up a couple hundred feet, but that took, you know, some movement, but we did it. So it's yeah, done. It. And, yeah. I, and I sent some shots. I mean, you saw some of that, right? I, I did a couple of clips along. Uh, it looks beautiful. It really does. Yeah. So um, I, it, it's, it's, it's on my, um, it's totally on my radar. And thanks again for your patience, Bruce. Right. No problem. No problem. Thank you, George. <clears throat> Any other questions for George? All right, so let's move on. Status of grants and ARPA requests and fundraising. Not a lot new here. Uh, there was um, essentially three things I would mention, however. <clears throat> the first is that the um, Representative Galvin had included um, a $500,000 possibility in the budget bill, I'm sorry, the development bill last um, year, or I should say earlier this year, not last year. Um, and it had passed the House. However, it got um, um, the whole, as you may recall, the whole development bill uh, process was stopped by virtue of the fact that there was a statute back in the 1980s that required surpluses uh, over a certain amount to be returned to taxpayers. And the legislature had overlooked that. Um, that meant that many of the items that were in the development bill were, had to be stripped because the money was going to be sent directly to taxpayers and that process, the taxpayer rebate program is currently underway. So that half million dollar earmark did not make its way through. You will recall though, we did have another earmark and that is <clears throat> in our pockets, the $200,000 earmark from the legislature. And we did get another $50,000 earmark from the legislature that passed. So we did get a quarter of a million dollars and that's uh, in our bank, so to speak. Um, we are now, um, at the point where we are filing for the $400,000 ARPA request, um, the finance department and Randy have been so backed up because of a variety of um, obligations that <clears throat> select board has approved a, uh, a law firm to help with the filing of ARPA requests. And we are now next in the pipeline. So uh, an email went out this evening from Randy to a few of us, and we will be working with that firm. It's different from town council. Um, who will be helping on this, and they're also helping on another one. So hopefully we'll finally get this off the ground. I have had discussions with a couple of uh, Norfolk County commissioners, uh, and uh, they, they know of it. Um, they know of our request. They, in fact, two of them, when I spoke to them, were actually in the barn um, uh, at an event. So uh, that's, that's good. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep our um, fingers crossed and hope for the best there. And thirdly, um, we will be holding a gala event, that is the trust will, and you'll all be getting invitations to that, uh, but we don't have a date yet, it'll be a big-ish kind of fundraiser, sometime perhaps the middle of next year, uh, but again, don't hold me to the date because we're still figuring out the details of how that will work out. <clears throat> if no questions on that, let me give you an update on the uh, trust um, uh, work product. Um, first, I think, as you know from prior reports, 
we, we had a pretty busy year. We had the two holiday train events in the mill. We had the first Canton um, Heritage Festival, which was a great success. We had the children's concert, which was on the property that the trust will now um, manage by way of the license agreement. We had the squaring in ceremony for um, the new police chief, Helena Rafferty. We had a movie night, which was done in conjunction with the rec department. That was a, a, a big success too. Um, Sing Two, I think it was, a nice PG film. And, and there were lots of kids there. And uh, But for the sprinklers going off, it worked out great. We did get those addressed pretty immediately though, I'm happy to say. Um, and then we had a boomer trivia night. Uh, our first actual public event that we orchestrated for you know purposes of the public entering um, in the in the in the museum barn, uh, and that worked out very nicely too. We did that on two floors at the same time. Uh, Allison Neff, who's our program coordinator, is also a professional trivia um, host, so she did a wonderful job. And all these were done by volunteers uh, and sponsors who made it all happen. So that was great. Um, planned upcoming events, uh, December the 3rd, there will be a family holiday event. Garden Club will be part of that. I hope all of you can make it out there uh, watching on uh, cable television. We'll have a business networking forum in the spring that Steve Schottenfeld is uh, organizing. We'll of course have our second annual uh, Canton Heritage, Heritage Festival and hopefully it'll be even bigger and better. We'll have a second children's concert come September. Um, as I mentioned earlier, we'll have our first gala at a to-be-determined date for fundraising purposes. Um, and we're going to hopefully, um, we, we put some things in the first floor of the barn for purposes of maintaining an exhibit there. And we may uh, move the um, preview room over to one of the floors in the barn that hasn't been decided yet, another floor. So even if we populate uh, the mill, which we're planning uh, on a special um, exhibit uh, with Adriana. Um, I can't remember what, what Adriana's last name was now, um, George, but um, she's a professional photographer and um, uh, someone who's got some um, fame in, uh, in the art world in the Boston and, and regional area. And she's going to do a special exhibit for, for us that's funded by the Simone Foundation. So we're going to probably do that on the second floor of the mill and we will have other things going on at the barn at the same time. Um, and then finally, um, improvements, park improvements and the other uh, and otherwise. Um, town meeting funded four restrooms and that process is underway. Uh, two park entry signs, the monument signs, that process is underway. And I'll go into a little bit of detail on that. Um, we've, uh, we have a terrace that is being um, designed and uh, being proposed. As you may recall in the master plan, the consultants uh, recommended that we create a terrace outside the barn. <clears throat> we were able to negotiate that in an agreement with the developer uh, in connection with an amendment to the development agreement. And as a result, um, something that was valued at $750,000, the construction and the design of the terrace will be done by the developer at no cost to the town. Um, so that's gonna be a huge improvement to the barn, the first one we've had. Um, and it'll nicely complement and be available for purposes of fundraising uh, and for uh, basically enhancing the, um, the barn museum experience, including an outside portion, which you can gain access to some <clears throat> through the doors, which we, were gonna, we, are, we will change on the second floor of the, 
the mill, which is the ground floor of the mill. So we also have uh, decided that we need more space to store equipment and um, display cases and chairs and tables. So we have um, uh, gotten a, a shed um, a contract underway and uh, we're going before the um, planning board and the zoning board and the CONCOM shortly on that. And uh, it'll be an attractive um, shed that we will house things next to the barn. It'll be behind the barn. Uh, so it won't be all that evident to anyone. Um, we also had a newsletter, which if you haven't read it, I'm sure you were sent it, you should do so. They did a nice job. Um, Steve and, uh, and Dan Neff and Kylie Nichols, uh, they did a very nice job on that. So I recommend you to look at that. That's, that's one in a series of newsletters now that we produce. The request for qualifications process is uh, unfolding nicely. <clears throat> um, we've had a, a Zoom info meeting with about 25 designers all top-notch designers across the state and the and not only the region, but the nation, honestly. <clears throat> we then had a site visit with a number of them at the barn and they were very impressed. <clears throat> we answered questions uh, that have been presented to us by that group. And on November the 23rd, which is coming up shortly, uh, they are going to make their proposals. We will evaluate and rank those proposals by December the 6th. And then we will make a decision uh, sometime in the beginning to the middle of January, once we have discussions with uh, those that are ranked most highly, starting with the highest rank. Um, and finally, the legislature, uh, they approved our proposed amendment to our enabling legislation. It, it, it allows the trust to buy and sell alcohol. And I mean that in the sense that if you have a fundraiser and you want to, um, provide a glass of wine to a donor, or if you want a donor appreciation. In the past, the trust could not do that because all of our funds were being distributed by the town. Even though the funds could be raised privately, our Walmart money goes through the town's um, finance department and a town cannot disperse funds for the purchase or sale of alcohol. So we had to distinguish ourselves from that. We had to go to the legislature, it took them a year and they've now adopted legislation specifically permits us to be treated like any other nonprofit in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. So while it doesn't seem like it's a, a, a huge victory, it is a helpful uh, step. And we've finally gotten them to approve uh, what applies to any nonprofit in Massachusetts. Uh, so that's it on my report on behalf of the trust. Any questions? And then finally, sorry. It's all good. All right, thank you. Finally, the facilities, I mentioned the restrooms, you know, we've selected a vendor, as you recall, town meeting approved the purchase acquisition last year. Um, the parking lot uh, have utilities have now been placed, um, running a sewer line from Revolution Way. I will say I was there today and the lot has now been paved. It looks beautiful, actually, so that's done. Uh, and uh, there's a discussion underway with residents of the area as to exactly where the restroom is going to go, but we have the general idea. A monument vendor was selected. Victor, can, I just, can I just uh, report from the BRC side on that? The, um, as you know, town meeting approved the funds for the installation and the BRC um, is overseeing that work. A contract um, has been signed uh, several weeks ago now and the main building uh, for that has been ordered and should be here in the spring. 
um, and a pad will be prepared and away we go. So BRC, it's on the BRC agenda tomorrow night and I'll, I'll report that we had discussed it again tonight. Thank you, George. <clears throat> the monument sign vendor has been selected. Uh, we will be making a filing with the ZBA. They're gonna be quite nice. I think people are gonna be very happy with them. And there'll be one on um, the Ponset and one on Revere. We have a smaller wayfinding initiative that we'll be starting now as well. Those are signs that are, if you will, excuse me, endemic to the site that is on the sites. Things that'll tell you where the restaurant is, what the restaurant's menu is, you know, how old the mill is, how old the barn is, basically wayfinding, but also historic, telling you what is what. And that process is beginning now. And that'll take a little longer. We have to go through the procurement process, but uh, that'll be happening later this year. And then finally, as I mentioned earlier, the terrace and the shed, um, we have a design uh, of the terrace, which the town was obligated to do under this development agreement amendment. It's quite nice. <clears throat> there will be handicap accessibility with a ramp. There'll be also a stairway and um, it's gonna look beautiful. There will be some uh, binoculars that'll focus on the site itself. It'll show where perhaps Revere's house was and another, you know, uh, a, mom, a moment or site or, or a vista of particular historic or, um, or natural beauty. And um, that process is underway. And the shed, as I said, uh, that we've ordered that. We've, we've reached our, uh, we've executed the contract and uh, the two are gonna be held in tandem in terms of going through the CONCOM, the ZBA and the, and the planning board. But um, uh, I think that's all good news. And that's all I have on my list. So if there's nothing further, I won't propose another meeting date because that would be inconsistent with our earlier vote. I just want to thank everyone on this call. I want to thank the public for all the support we've received over the years for the commission. I think the commission did uh, a, a, a terrific job <clears throat> at a time when we had very little sense as to where we were going. Remember, this started 2015. So seven years this commission has been meeting uh, diligently, all volunteers, and they've, they've done a terrific job of focusing our attention, deciding how we would proceed with the barn, undertaking a request for proposals, to first undertaking a, a consulting analysis and review to determine how best to use the structure so as to generate revenue. That resulted in the RFP uh, for the restaurant and uh, the successful um, solicitation and, and execution of a, of a lease with Northern Spy Restaurant, which has proven to be, um, I think, uh, a, a terrific development. <clears throat> and then also to focus on the, uh, on the beauty of the park, the green, the common. I mean, it looks as it, it does because the landscape architecture worked with our group to make it so, uh, as well as to populate it with things like the interpretive signs. So, the group, the commission, and it has, it has changed over the years, but some of us have been on it from the get-go, has done a masterful job, and I want to preach my, uh, express my appreciation, and I think I speak for the town as a whole. This commission has done great things, and hopefully it'll continue, and I would like to ask anyone who's interested, please, you know, segue over and uh, to the trust and, you know, the groups you have there and make it even better. George? I would like to say two things. One, um, I would like to thank you, Victor, for the leadership and the direction and just being such a sort of stalwart supporter for this concept and how it's how it's come to be. And I do think that 
given uh, the recommendation to disband um, it while it sort of closes a, a chapter, I think it opens others. And frankly, um, that work that will continue on the, the two acre site with the museum, restaurant and all that work, I think is, you know, well in hand. And I believe the town is going to do right by this incredible open space. They've demonstrated, you know, remarkable um, agility in terms of how we make our decisions. And so that's all good. So I, I do want to say that. And the second thing I would say is um, I would like to just give pause and remember Wally Gibbs, um, who passed away uh, just about a week ago. Um, and as many people know, uh, Wally was just really seminal in the idea of preserving the buildings, which became the jumping off point for everything else that flowed. The fact that it was and is a historic site, the fact that we were able to protect and preserve these buildings, I honestly think that Wally was sort of the the, the early um, town crier um, on this, and um, his presence will be felt for many generations to come because of the work that Wally did. So uh, those are the two things that I wanted to share as, as we close tonight. Thank you, George, and thank you for the comments about uh, Wally. He was uh, another uh, instrumental force in this process. There have been a number of folks who played an important role and he was there well, as it's been said before i mean it takes a village and i think that you know if you look back you know seven years at you know what was what are you talking about you know that what, what do you mean i mean that paul revere um, <laughs> he was really here uh and it's gone you know it's gone light years beyond those first days of trying to explain to people yes it was plymouth rubber but before that it was this and so on and now it has become, I mean, it really has, it has the potential and, and you, you all have worked very hard and, you, and the trust continues to work very hard to make it so, but it has a real, uh, real possibility of, of creating what I've said along, all along is that is the fact that there will be a day when they will call this the historic town of Canton, Massachusetts. It just won't be just another town. It'll be a place that people will come to and that they will, will appreciate and enjoy and learn. And so therefore, um, uh, you've done a great job. Everybody has and continue to do so. And I look forward to watching it happen. Thank you, Bruce. Um, very well put. Um, thank you, everyone. Um, and if there's nothing further, I, I'd like to once again, thank the town for its support. I'd like to thank the commission for its hard work. And I'd ask folks to continue to support and, uh, attend the events now that are being sponsored by the trust um, because uh, we're just, it's just, it, it's taking it to the next level, I hope, but it's, it's a continuation of what we've already done on this commission for seven years. So hearing nothing further, I would entertain a motion to adjourn. Motion so made and second. Um, Let's go through it. Uh, Bruce. Aye. Uh, George. Aye. Mike. Aye. Um, David. Aye. Aye. And myself. Thank you, everyone. Have a right. happy holiday. If Thank I don't you. see you again, and be safe. All right. Y'all be safe too. Bye bye. Good night.